Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to the Optimist Daily's Weekly Roundup. I'm Ariel. And I'm Carissa. And we're working hard to put solutions in view and optimism in movement. So hello, we're back with episode two of our podcast, another roundup for the week. Yeah, thank you to everyone who joined us last week. Uh, I know that we're still a bit rusty, but we're going to you know, iron out um, everything we have to iron out soon, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it gets it, it, it's weird because it's a, a bit it's a bit intimidating to like know that people are going to be listening to your voice. Um, but I'm sure we'll just get the the nerves out <laughs> in these first few podcasts. Exactly. I almost feel like there's kind of more pressure because it's only once a week instead of every single day we used to do it. But we're getting it together. Mm-hmm. Ariel, how have you been doing this week? It's Friday again. Yes, it is, and. Uh, it's almost October. I can feel it in the air. Um, but yeah, it was a really nice and productive week. I'm actually looking for a new house here in Amsterdam. So that's been a bit stressful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a housing crisis everywhere, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, things are great. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I know. It's almost October. It's the first week of fall up here in the Northern Hemisphere. So that's kind of nice. But it's been a good week guess I'm looking forward to the weekend and maybe I'll do a fall activity. Maybe it's time to go hit a pumpkin patch or something like that. (laughs) Wait, are you a fan of pumpkin spice latte? I am a casual enjoyer. I'm not like overly excited (laughs) for it, the season, the pumpkin spice season, but like I like it. I like pumpkin flavor, but I'm not waiting all year for this moment, so. Uh, Okay, yeah. I I don't know. For some reason, I pegged you as a pumpkin spice latte girl, but... (laughs) I do give the vibes. <laughs> I'm more of a, a chai flavor. <laughs> I really like Starbucks has like a chai pumpkin creation. It, it like just actually came on the menu. But I think before it was like a secret menu item. Oh. And so that I really like. But I like chai on itself too, actually better than pumpkin spice. Hmm, controversial. Yeah. I'm more of a matcha person in general. Yeah, so. that's true. Green tea. Green tea always wins. <laughs> so... I guess none of our solutions have to do with green tea or pumpkin spice. <laughs> so there's no really graceful segue, uh, but should we just get into the solutions? I guess we can jump into the solutions. I'll jump into mine to start off our roundup. So this solution, I was actually really happy to see it. And maybe it kind of ties into my weekend experience last weekend. I actually ended up busting a last minute trip to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. So I went with my sister and my younger cousins to the aquarium, and we were enjoying seeing, I guess, like all the employees that make the magic of the aquarium happen. And so we saw the scuba divers doing their little feeding in the kelp forest and stuff. And we're like, whoa, that's so cool. And my sister mentioned she was like, because she's studying environmental Mm. studies in college right now. She's in her senior year. And she was like, that's something I could do with my degree. I told my little cousins, I was like, should she be a scuba diver feeder to the aquarium? That'd be so cool, right? And so it just got me thinking about, um, you know, what she's going to do pretty soon here. I know she's looking at different career options. And I saw this solution and I had to send it to her this week because I was like, look, this is perfect for you. It's the (laughs) climate corpse and it's bringing jobs that have to do with what you're studying and just the environment in general 
to the United States. Mm -hmm. About a year ago, we put a solution out about how young people just really want to get involved in careers that are saving the environment. And I think that's an awesome trend, obviously. And so I guess we need to maybe update that because there's new jobs every single day, like coming out to save the environment. But this is a good step. So I'll just get into it. It's the American Climate Corps. And it's a bold step towards climate action and job creation. Yay. So last week, the White House announced the American Climate Corps, and it's a breakthrough program that will transform the climate action landscape. This ambitious project seeks to employ 20,000 people in its first year, paving the way for environmental sustainability, resilience, and economic prosperity. Ali Zaidi, President Biden's climate policy advisor, underlines that this project goes beyond addressing the climate catastrophe. It lays the groundwork for empowering communities, supporting sustainability, and cultivating long-term careers. The program's inclusiveness is actually a very distinguishing trait because most positions in the American Climate Corps do not require prior experience, which ensures that possibilities are available to people from all walks of life and all ages, too. This aspect is consistent with the administration's intention to simplify program participants' admission into federal public service, thus improving their prospects for public service careers. Wow. I like the whole accessibility aspect of it because yeah. it's, it's hard out there to start careers and find jobs. There just seems to be so much competition, especially now with the public being more educated. I guess it's more um, common for people to have a bachelor's degree so then like yeah. you just go into the master's and the PhD and so many people which is great it's amazing that there's so much education going around but uh, it's been difficult for some people that I know to land a job because there's so much competition so yay for creating careers and double yay for these careers being uh, beneficial to our environment totally true and I think like when we think of anything with the environment we think of jobs having a lot of education going into it but as there's like a ton of different things and we've written about this on the optimist daily before too there's engineering that comes about there's just like manual labor and stuff like that so there's a lot of different jobs that this kind of addresses how did this program really start the idea for this was really pushed by progressive environmental activist groups most notably the youth-led sunrise movement so yay to the youth always making good strides out here. The program also represents an effort to reestablish trust with young climate conscious voters who were critical to Biden's election triumph. And though while some hoped for greater financing to this program, the American Climate Corps is a good start. Mm -hmm. Democratic lawmakers had requested more funding, although the program scope may be smaller than initially proposed. But nonetheless, its ability to spur climate action, foster careers, and promote equity cannot be overstated. And I think this program is really interesting, the American Climate Corps, because it continues the torch of success from its forerunner, the Civilian Conservation Corps, which was a New Deal era effort that engaged millions in restoring public lands and strengthening national park infrastructure over a decade. As it takes its first steps, it provides a ray of hope in the fight against climate change, job development, and social justice. It demonstrates the power of visionary projects and the possibility for large-scale beneficial change. So, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. It's really cool that it's getting on its feet and hopefully it'll, well, it should, you know, provide 20,000 jobs in the first year. That's its promise. So hopefully that number will grow. Seems like, um, like one solution that's tackling a multitude of problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I can't wait to keep updated on this one. Well, 
Your solution is is quite local to America. Yeah, Ariel, I think you have a solution that kind of takes a look at another part of the world for climate action. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm diving into a groundbreaking ruling by Brazil's Supreme Court, and it's been making headlines, and it could have far-reaching consequences. Nice. So the article I chose is titled, The Supreme Court of Brazil Upholds Indigenous Land Rights, a Victory for Conservation. On September 21st, 2023, just over a week ago, the Supreme Court of Brazil delivered a verdict that could reshape the future of indigenous peoples and the environment. So let's just unpack the main points of this decision and why it matters not only to Brazil, but also to the global fight against deforestation. Yeah. But we will have to take a journey into the past to really understand what's going on today. Let's imagine it's October 5th, 1988. That was the day when Brazil's current constitution was adopted. And even though it seems kind of like an arbitrary date, this date takes center stage in a legal battle that has some arguing that indigenous peoples in Brazil should only have rights to their ancestral lands if they were physically present on them on that specific day. So this controversial idea was known as the cutoff date. But as I said, just over a week ago, Brazil's Supreme Court made the historic decision by ruling nine justices to two against the cutoff date. Mm. So that upholds indigenous people's rights to their traditional lands, whether or not they were present on them on October 5th, 1988. So Justice Luis Fuchs, the justice who cast the pivotal vote, He said, areas occupied by indigenous people and areas that are linked to the ancestry and tradition of indigenous peoples have constitutional protection, even if they are not demarcated. As a result of this decision, indigenous communities all across Brazil were celebrating this as, uh, quote, the ruling of the century. Oh, the ruling of the century. That's a pretty big... uh... I guess, title for this. And I mean, it makes sense from what you're saying, but I guess why should we view this decision as such a big deal? Um, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic for the the indigenous communities to, to get their land, uh, but it also has major implications for our planet's climate. Basically, the demarcation of indigenous territories has been proven to be one of the most effective barriers against deforestation in the Amazon. So by reaffirming indigenous land rights, this decision could be a game changer in the global fight against deforestation, which I think and I hope we can all get behind. Um, Yeah, most definitely. I mean, that makes sense. I know on Optimist Daily, we've observed before, you know, around the world, just returning indigenous territories to the indigenous communities really help. Mm -hmm. Now that we have that basic layout on what the article is talking about, what are the further details of the case, I guess? Um, How did it happen? And What's going to happen with this ruling? Hmm, Okay, so I'm glad that you asked, uh, but I'm also terrified of pronouncing the names wrong. (laughs) So if there's anyone who knows how to pronounce everything I'm about to say, uh, please let me know and also forgive me. So it all started with a dispute involving the Zokleng or Laklanyo indigenous people. So that's X-O-K-L-E-N-G. Um, dash L-A-K-L-A-N-O. So you 
you tell me if I'm doing it okay. Zuklang Laclano Indigenous mm-hmm. People. Uh, so it involves them and the state of Santa Catarina. The di- dispute resulted in the state of Santa Catarina filing a lawsuit against the Zuklang Laclano people. So even before deciding on the merits of the case, the Supreme Court decided that whatever ruling they would set would also set a precedent for similar cases across Brazil. That said, of course, this case has been a focal point of indigenous people's fight to preserve their environment and also their way of life. Once the Supreme Court's decision was put forth, it brought immense relief to indigenous communities. There's a quote from Jessica Nihemumpripra who is a member of the Zokleng Laklano indigenous group, and she said, I'm shaking. It took a while, but we did it. It's a very beautiful and strong feeling. Our ancestors are present, no doubt about it. Clearly a very emotional um, and celebratory time. The cutoff date would have made it nearly impossible for those who were expelled from their lands before 1988 to claim their territories back. So it's a really wonderful ruling. However, the battle is not yet over. Yeah. According to Dina Mam Tuksa, executive coordinator of the Articulation of Indigenous Peoples of Brazil, uh, which is known with the acronym APIB, indigenous communities will continue to push for the official demarcation of their territory, assuring the safeguarding and protection of their rights, uh, which is really important because the Rural Caucus in Congress, which is closely linked to agricultural business, um, has introduced an initiative to enshrine the cutoff date in legislation. So the fate of this proposal remains uncertain. And that part actually wasn't included in the article uh, that we published. But I was just so interested in the case that I kind of looked up some other details myself. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, all eyes are on the administration of President Lula da Silva. And I guess we're just left with the questions, will they speed up the titling of indigenous territories that have been pending for a while now? And will they ensure accountability for violence mm-hmm. and threats against indigenous defenders who speak up for their communities, lands, and, and rights? Uh, I guess only time will tell. (laughs) To wrap it up, Brazil's Supreme Court has made a groundbreaking ruling against the controversial cut-up date. It upholds indigenous people's rights to their ancestral lands, and um, this decision has the potential to protect the environment, strengthen indigenous communities, and set a precedent for similar cases within Brazil and hopefully worldwide. And I know I will be keeping a close eye on how this story unfolds, and maybe there will be an update article in the near future about what happened yeah hopefully it sounds like there's a lot of good promise from this i think we had two really good uh solutions working to improve the environment yeah well great roundup of solutions this week we also have some other great solutions from the optimist daily that you can find on our website including how swimmable cities can change the face of urban cooling another climate one And these are the best exercises for preventing injuries and maximizing your lifespan. How to deal with panic attacks, understanding the calming effects of brain spotting. Brain spotting. What is brain spotting? Interesting. (laughs) I wonder what that is. (laughs) And then we also have rhino conservation success. Global populations surge to 27,000. Some other stories that we have include this kind of exercise is a surprising blood pressure lowering solution but the title doesn't give it away so we'll have to check it out on the website yep Um, (laughs) a historic bill passes one-third of indian parliament seats to be reserved for women 
California joins the right to repair revolution. And in response to high demand, Oregon boosts legal psilocybin access. Nice. Sounds like we have some good solutions this week. If you want to start off your day right next week, make sure you subscribe to our free daily newsletter to get our solutions straight to your inbox. And we also have more solutions on our social channels. You can find us at The Optimist Daily on all our platforms, including Threads and Pinterest. Uh, The only difference is on X, previously known as Twitter, you know, we're owed to optimism on there. So go see our solutions. We have all our new solutions and a lot of great ones from the archive that we publish every day on our social channels. We are a small team of optimists working hard to bring you positive news. If you want to support our mission of putting optimism out into the world, then please click on the link in the show notes to find out how you can do that. But remember, support doesn't always have to be just financial, even just recommending our podcast to a friend or sharing a solution on your Instagram social channels would be a big help. Yep. Thanks for tuning in this week to the Optimist Daily Weekly Roundup, and we hope to see you next week. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> this ambition... <laughs> the, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> this okay, so... Brazil upholds indigenous... Indigenous... The. <laughs> I cannot talk today. I'm sorry.